Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? <clears throat> good. You know, for the moment, uh, COVID-19 infections are are waning. Uh, we're trying to get this new vaccine out into people's arms, but there's still a moderate uh, size, a group of people who are struggling to recover from severe infection. Accumulating observational data suggests that these people experience a huge range of symptoms after recovery from acute illness uh, grouped into conditions called long COVID. The most effective means by which to prevent long COVID conditions is to prevent COVID infections in the first place, obviously through vaccines and masking and social distancing. It's likely that any measure that decreases the incidence or severity of acute COVID-19 infections will in turn decrease the incidence and severity of post-COVID conditions. Several studies have reported lower rates of post-COVID-19 symptoms in patients who are vaccinated. So a study in JAMA that you found looks at long COVID in a group of immunized health workers. Very, uh, I think, novel group to study. It was published in JAMA 2022. If people want to read along, it starts on page 676. And it attempts to answer the clinical question, how likely are long COVID symptoms to occur among fully vaccinated healthcare workers after infection, but in a type of infection that did not require hospitalization. Mark? Yeah, this was uh, done in a network of nine Italian hospitals from the beginning of the pandemic, where, of course, it, it had a, its start in, in many ways in northern Italy in the Lombardo region, um, March 2020 <clears throat> until April of this year. And hospital employees were tested every week or every other week using PCR for SARS-CoV-2, and they were also tested anytime they developed symptoms. Long COVID was defined as any uh, patient who had persistent symptoms of the acute infection for more than four weeks. So over the study period, about 740 out of 2,560 patients uh, tested or personnel, hospital personnel tested positive for COVID-19. Of those 739, about 90 were asymptomatic. And 229, 31% developed long COVID. So they had symptoms that persisted at least a month. The prevalence of long COVID depended a lot on the variant. It was higher for the ancestral strain, 42%, then 36% for the alpha, 16% for the delta or Omicron variant. So significantly lower risk with the more recent variants. The highest risk group was unvaccinated women. They did a multivariate analysis. Risk was significantly lower for men, the odds ratio of 0.65. For persons who got two vaccine doses, it was, the odds ratio was 0.25. And for persons who got three vaccine doses, it was 0.16. So much lower risk with Omicron and when people who were vaccinated and had at least one booster. Uh, the risk of long COVID was associated with older age uh, in persons with allergies and in persons with more comorbidities. Uh, the illness trajectory, you know, so how long did these symptoms last? Were they still persistent two years later? Wasn't reported by this study. So bottom line, among adult healthcare workers in Italy, they found that long COVID is less likely 
in more recent variants and in those who've gotten at least three doses of vaccine. So, you know, I see that as kind of hopeful information. We do have some agency, some control if we choose to get vaccinated, boosted as we should, and also that these more recent variants may not be causing as much long COVID as the earliest ones. I've not seen the evidence, but uh, certainly the reports are very encouraging about this new vaccine that just came out that's based more on on the more recent uh, Omicron strains and lots of reason to be optimistic uh, about the vaccine, but perhaps pessimistic about our, our utility of getting people to get that vaccine in their arms. I'm fully bivalent now. I got my bivalent vaccine. I think it was a day or two after it first came out. I just happened to call the pharmacy because I was going over there and they were, oh yeah, sure, we've got it. And uh, that was the day after it was approved. So Probably not worth missing the opportunity to also plug this year's flu vaccine. We don't know what flu will be like this year, but not to give up on, on influenza vaccines. Yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to say, you know, predicting the future is hard, hasn't happened yet, but the influenza vaccine, the, the expectation is that it might be a worse than normal season because many people haven't had flu in a couple of years, you know, because of all the other things going on. And so if your immunity may be not as robust to, um, you know, your immune response may not be as robust for influenza this year. So, yeah, get that flu shot. We'll talk with you again in a week, Mark. Thanks for your thoughts. All right. Sounds good. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. Thank you.